What'd you say? New Greenwich. That's what it's called. Greenwich? This is Maui Wowie. Uh, so it's, <laughs> my favorite on. movie is that I can't decide on a favorite movie. Press next podcast. Heyo, I'm Katie. And it's your co-host Corey. And this is the Press Next Podcast. We'll be back with another week, baby. PMP. <laughs> Hold, Hold it, it down. down. <laughs> That's going to be like our new thing <laughs> that we say every episode. Uh, thank y'all for everybody who has listened and who is back. We love you. If you are a member of the fourth wall, we love you. If you are brand new here and you're listening like, what the heck is this show? Well, uh, I'm just one guy, and I co-host with my lovely wife. She's great over there. I She's... was like, one guy, huh? No, 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 I am just one guy. Plus, one woman. Plus, one beautiful, sexy, amazing woman. Wow, that's so sweet. Yes, my wife. And what we do is we watch, uh, <laughs> much like everybody else in the world, we watch TV shows and documentaries and movies. We sit on the couch and do that. And we thought, hey, why not do a podcast about that and talk about how some of the themes in the movies kind of apply to real life. So if you like that and you like talking about the movies like we did in the olden day, ye old day, <laughs> you have found your posse. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the fourth wall. And if you like it, guess what? You can always give us a follow on Press Next Podcast on everything, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then you can please drop a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts. It's the easiest way for you to show support. Support, support, show support. Uh, and then also, you know, you can give us some funds, too, if you want to do that. You know what I'm saying? We are on Patreon. Uh, we are on uh, Cash App and Venmo and all those things. Uh, if you Google Press Next Podcast, we will pop up. Ain't that right, baby? That's right. So welcome with our in. faces. Yeah, with our faces. You so you know exactly what we look like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, feel me. Um, so you know, as we always start um the show, what you been watching? So don't be talking. I know that I am way behind the ball, but guys, I started something new. Yellowstone. Mm, you did. How did that how did that happen? I, okay. So let me tell you how it happened. So obviously the new season of Yellowstone came out, season five, Facts. right? Everybody's talking about it. Now, my dad just talked to me about Yellowstone several times. He always tells me the same story every time I go over there about the cooler, the cooler scene with cooler. the rattlesnake. Yeah. Um, he Because he found a cooler and he put a sticker of rip on it that says, is this your cooler? So he tells me the story every time. And I've never seen Yellowstone And I've just heard so many people talking about it recently. And I'm like, okay, if my parents watch it, I know that it has to be good because they just don't watch TV. And so I've been wanting to watch it, been wanting to watch it. Then I saw that it was on Peacock because I think previously it was on Paramount and Mm -hmm. I didn't, we didn't have a Paramount subscription. So I haven't been able to watch it. So it was on Peacock. I was like, now's my chance. Saturday did absolutely nothing. Sunday, absolutely nothing. Literally left the house like twice. Uh, It was great. That's the best weekend. And I watch so much Yellowstone. So now I am on (laughs) episode eight of season two. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm almost like two seasons in. Um, Now that's some binge watching. That's what I'm talking about. No, it is. It is. And I feel like I'm working from home this week. So I will probably be caught up to real time soon. (laughs) That's great. By the end of the holiday week, I'm sure. I envy you. Um, Not just with Yellowstone, but you know working from home well just being able to do that yeah. right like i i feel like i work my best when i'm able to do other things that i like to do like watch movies or listen to music mm-hmm. um which somebody else said that was a a trait of being on the spectrum but 
everything nowadays, right? <laughs> like we, I just talked about that. But anyway, keep going. Yellowstone. Um. Yeah. So I watched that. Um. I also watched the Reputation Tour for Taylor Swift. I saw that when I <laughs> when I logged in. I was like, she sure did. I did. I watched it. Um. What else did I watch? Bachelor in Paradise, of mm-hmm. course. I'm back on the below deck train. Australia boat. or like the below deck boat. <laughs> um, no, just regular below deck. Oh, okay. Season seven. But honestly, when I name all these things that I've been watching, it's like an episode here or there because my time has been dedicated to Yellowstone. So you like Yellowstone. Except Monday and Tuesdays are Bachelor in Paradise, of course. Right. Which um, is- no, I do like it. I do like it because I feel like it's not new to me, you know? Like you feel connected with it because it's some. It's like you not like you live that life, but you. Um, it will be hard. I'm for familiar like, with it. You're familiar with it, right? Yes, right, right. Yes. Like I grew up in the city, and you grew up in the country. Yes, exactly. So even though I didn't, I wasn't raised on like a thousand, two thousand acre ranch in Montana. The lifestyle, the lifestyle the is, is still very similar. Yes. Right, okay. Yes. So I understand it, and so um, I don't know. Feels good. Feels homey. Well, I'm glad that you found but, something that feels homie. Homie don't play that. Except all of the bad shit that happens. Because uh, there is a lot of bad in that. I'm sure it probably is. That's it's, probably why the show is good. Somebody said yeah. they likened it to Sons of Anarchy. Is that what Yes. You? Yeah. So someone told me that it's the cowboy version of Sons of Anarchy. But I have not seen Sons of Anarchy. So if that is a bad comparison, don't come for me. I have, but I haven't watched Yellowstone. So we're going to see. Yeah. Because maybe I'll watch Yellowstone one day. But I'll tell you what I watched. Yes. At least when I started today. Today, so I watched the first season of Atlanta and I loved it, but I just stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting over. So I, I started that today. That has I, Childish Gambino in it, right? It's his show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I started that over knowing that it's coming to an end. Um, or it just ended. I think the entire show just ended. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to I'm gonna binge that through. Um, movies and stuff this week, I don't feel like we watched a lot, mainly because... I got me a PlayStation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, got me a yeah. PS5. I'm playing video games. Well, I've been on Call of Duty like every day. I'm addicted. And that's okay. This is how I used to be. And this is what I love. I'm on the game with my boys. Even when I'm working, like I was I was shooting a wedding Saturday and the wedding was great. And during the downtimes, I'm like, man, I want to be at the house playing Call of Duty. And on Sunday, would I say Sunday? Sunday's usually football for me. Yeah. So it was play the game, watch the game. That was all day Sunday, baby. Play the game, watch the game. Play the game, watch the game. Play the game, watch the game. Um, and what I'm going to do after this, I'm finna play the game. Oh, my gosh. Um, You're addicted. Yeah, I am. I am. I want to wake up in the morning and play. I just, I'm also excited for like a little break. And I, it's just, it is what it is. But I'll tell you what I'm excited for. What's coming out. So I just started watching Atlanta. I'm gonna I'm gonna push through that. Of course, at night I've been watching I'm my gonna, nighttime I'm gonna, shows. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna push through my nighttime shows. Like I'll put them in rotation. Bernie Mag. Right now, where I'm what my wife and kids. I actually might go back to the PJs and here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but new season of Dead to Me just dropped. Yes. So I'm definitely finna watch that. Okay, I thought about watching it Saturday while you were gone, but I was uh, like, what? But. I knew that you would be upset, so I watched Yellowstone instead. Thank you, because I would definitely would have been upset. I'd have been like, "What the, what the hell?" 
So we have the new season of Dead to Me that just came out. Right. Um, don't worry, darling. I'm going to watch probably this week. I want to watch week. that too because it's on HBO, HBO now, right? Yeah, I think it's on HBO Max. Um, yeah, I definitely want to watch that. I am that. most excited for one of my favorite. Actually, it's probably my favorite video game I've ever played ever. It's called The Last of Us. They did a TV show. It's coming out, in, I think, in January. With Tom Holland, right? Listen. Tom Holland? No, he is not. Oh wait, in that. that's Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, Uncharted. Yes, Uncharted. Now that's already out um, on streaming platforms. But hey, look at you for knowing that. That's I a also video like game, Uncharted. right? Yes. Okay. Um, you watched me play it during COVID. Okay. Yes. Um, but yes, The Last of Us is the one with um, you know, where the girl. It's like mm, post-apocalyptic, yes, and they're yes, trying yes. to get the girl because she has the the um, the antidote in her in her blood, or at least they think she does. Anyway. I love that game so much. It was pretty much like playing a movie anyway. So now they're making the movie and the trailer looks awesome. They 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 really made it. It looks like a lot like the game. Mm-hmm. And that I'm happy about. Yeah. Because I don't want them to make it into something that is like completely different than the game. Mm-hmm. I want that mud to be close to the game. And even though I know what the outcome is, doesn't matter. I would like to see it happen. Yeah. I don't have to play it because there's anxiety when I play games. For instance, I'm stuck on a level right now with Call of Duty and Campaign. Solely for the fact that I'm too anxious to play it. Why? Because in the level, I'm by myself. I don't have any weapons. And I have to sneak around people to get out. And it's mm. dark. So I really See, feel like I'm in the game. I <laughs> know. And high. you want me to play with you. And I'm like, why would I do that to myself? The way that I feel about this, you, you you all can see that this is how I get with anything. So whether it be video games. I feel the same with movies. When I'm watching movies... Uh, and if, if if it's a good tension push and pull, this is how I feel. Like I get so anxious, I, like in the moment. So I'm like, oh man, this was a journey. Yeah. Which is why some of the movies I love. Um, but anywho, there's what else is coming out in theater? There's a there's a Knives Out movie that's about to come out, right? Yes, I can't remember the name of it. Glass Onion or something stupid like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I the say menu? stupid, but like the, the menu. The menu's out. I yes. want to watch that. Um, man, we got some movies to watch. So I'm excited for the movies coming up. And then also, you know what time of year it is. And we'll probably do this next week. It's the most wonderful, wonderful time. time of the year. Listen, you know I love Christmas movies and Christmas time. So we finna watch a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. But here's what I think that we will do. Instead of what we've always done in the past is that we've watched a movie a day. This is not sustainable. Yeah. The way we move in now, this is not sustainable. Yeah. So here's what I think we do. We can still draft movies and come up with our list. And then what we can do is just put out movies to you all that you can watch whenever you want to. You don't have to watch them at any, like, you know, you can binge them all day. You don't have to watch any of them. You can watch one off the list. But we'll we'll craft a list from Netflix, from Hulu, from other streaming services uh, of movies and TV shows or whatever that we think that you should watch. That yeah, like I started. Yeah, I started making a list on my phone. Checking of, it twice of movies. Absolutely, of movies that I have to watch this holiday season because we've been so busy for the past couple months that I went almost. No, I did go through all of October. All of October without watching Hocus Pocus one time. Yeah, you're tripping. I know. I'd have stayed up one night and watched that month. No, I watched it like after. Yeah, I remember. But I don't know. I've just been so busy that I was like, okay, I'm going to make a point to put it on my phone, mark off movies as we go. Mm. So 
We'll do that because I'm I'm lit about that. I always love. Um, and there's some new ones. That... There are some new ones. There's one. That, what's the one that coming out in uh, theaters with old buddy where he's supposed to be the Santa Claus, but he he marking people. Yeah, I can't remember. God, it's a it's a punny name, right? Yeah. Man, I cannot remember that one, but that's gonna be good. I'm gonna watch that one in theaters. And then there's a bunch of there's always a bunch of movies that come out, and you know we'll have the Hallmark cha- Hallmark Channel on 24 seven. There's a new one with Octavia Spencer, yes. Ryan Reynolds, and Will Ferrell. Uh huh. Um, on Apple TV, Shout I definitely to want to watch that. And Ryan Reynolds. Uh, today was the first day in of my office where I had nothing but uh, Christmas music on. Really? Yeah. Love it. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. You know what I'm saying? But I think I got to switch it up, though. I can't just always go classical mm-hmm. Christmas music. And I can't always go classic Christmas movies, right? Yeah. But there are, you know, there's my list that I would do. So we'll do that next week. Those are things that I'm looking forward to. I hope that y'all are looking forward to certain things. Do you get excited for like... I, you get excited for movie releases like I do. Mm-hmm. Like Black Panther, I was so lit for. I was hoping they were going to show it on the ship. But I'm glad we got to see it anyway mm-hmm. um, in Miami. That was a that was a cool experience to be around a different set of people mm-hmm. um, and experience that. So that was cool. And then I want to go watch it again, though. Yeah. Honestly, I want to like... Let's do it. Dive a little bit further into that. But we shall see. Now, when we were thinking about what do we do for this episode today... All I could think about was like, yo, there are, I would like to, the old man and me would like for us to every month do at least like one older movie. Okay. You know, like 2005 and before. Like when I feel like movie making was at its peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Um, we have like a lot of the classics. Yes, right. And so. Or just like the 2000s, like early 2000s. Right, 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 right. But even a little earlier for me, right? Because I'm like, we can go 97 and beyond okay but you know i watch old old movies too so i can really be like in the 50s yeah we can do that but i won't do that i won't put y'all through that because you know the 50 movies be long (laughs) very long okay true but i was thinking this week like what can what can i watch or what can we watch and talk about but still like get that old nostalgia so i think like once a month we gotta just do one like nostalgia episode you know what i'm saying like um and i think i found one specifically because all the TikToks I was watching was like, I think they call them like Red Pill now. Is that what they call? Have you ever seen them? I don't think so. You seen the TikToks where the guys and sometimes the girls they just all they talk about is like these alpha male figures, right? Mm. In relationships, mm-hmm. and, and it's really annoying. Okay. Um, but like the um, I can't remember the guy's name. Andrew Tate. Yes, like <laughs> he is kind of a part of this um, this. What do I call it? Atmosphere. I'm just gonna use atmosphere. Um, and a couple other people. There's this also there's this 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 one girl. She is, I can't remember her name. She's a redhead. She's on TikTok. And it just seems like every time that I come across her video, she's just bashing women. And I'm like, mm. I don't understand. Yeah. And under the guise of like accountability. But it made me start thinking about relationships. Cause I didn't only see those red pill videos. I also started seeing other videos about people in relationships. I don't know why TikTok does this, but every week I get like a new thing mm-hmm. and it'll be on that for the whole thing. So that week, last week was just all about like relationships. Some married people, some people who had questions this morning, I woke up and it was somebody ranking <laughs> <laughs> QBs, uh, NFL QBs, you know, on a, the most attractiveness list or whatever. Um, so I thought to myself, what movie can give me that nostalgia, but can also tie into some of the conversations that we're having today based on relationships? And do y'all know what I stumbled upon? I'll give you one guess. Eh, 
And all the girls dream that they'd be Ben's partner. They'd be <laughs> Ben's partner. And you're so vain. Uh, you probably think this song is about you. You're so vain. Man, that was a funny scene. But anyway, if you don't know what movie that is, what movie is that? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Classic. It came out in 2003. So I was 13. Did it really? Yeah, I think it came out in 2003. I didn't realize it was that old. Wow. Don't do not do that. Don't do that. Let's see. Yeah, January 27th, 2003. Wow. Starring Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey. Um, Perfectly cast. Catherine Hahn, yeah. And the rest of the people, not to say that they don't matter, but. Not big names. They're not big names. Yeah. Um, they played a wonderful role, though. It it earned $177 million in the box office. Wow, in 2003. 2003, a lot of money. That is. A lot of money, because they didn't shoot it for that. I think they shot it for like 55. Wow. Opening weekend got like 33 or something like that. I, I read that a little bit earlier. Um, but basically, the plot of the movie is um, Kate Hudson's character... What's her name? Andy? Mm-hmm. Kate Hudson's character plays... She's a writer for a magazine, but the magazine is... Go ahead. Also, I was just going to say, I feel like all of the rom-coms from back then, this is pathetic, I know, but this is why I was a marketing major in college. For this movie? Not this movie specifically, uh, but all of these rom-com movies, the women are always in marketing. Yeah, they're in marketing. And or they, like, like journalism, a, or yeah. they work for a magazine mm. or some kind of corporate company. That's literally why I went into marketing because I was like, what the hell else am I going to do? And look at the shift of culture, right? At that time of the our lives, magazines were huge, a like huge business. Yes. And I can think of so many movies where people are working on magazines. Like this one. Yeah, off the uh, top. 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I feel like I can think of so many more. Who's a fashion? Someone was in fashion magazine. Yeah. Anywho, anyways, my point is that that was a huge profession at the time. It was it was the way that our culture kind of moved. We had a radio and then we had, you know, like uh, fa- like I, I feel like the men did like the ad marketing things. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, what was old buddy? Right. You, you, friends with benefits. Yeah. 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 Another one. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then every, the, the ladies are like in journalism or they're working for this magazine. Anyway, Kate Hudson's character, Andy, worked for this magazine company. Um, that is, they're kind of like the Esquire, I guess you can say, <laughs> not Esquire. Um, what magazine Cosmo? would they be? They're kind of like Cosmo, right? Okay, yeah. Like the equivalent, but you can't say it on TV because then you have to pay him or whatever. Right. Um, but they're not doing nothing that's like too serious or stuff like that. And Andy is a, ser- she wants to be a serious journalist, mm-hmm. right? She wants to do like political stuff. She keeps me to shot down. Um, but she's fun loving she's bubbly she seems to can get any guy if she really wants it you know she's pretty i mean she's kate hudson so um and then matthew mcconaughey's character ben he's a he's a um ad marketer so he's kind of a not really a a big a big wig um, but he's got his own business and he's matthew mcconaughey so right and basically the plot of the movie is this everybody's attracted to him oh my god he takes his shirt off like in the first 15 minutes and all the girls in the office are like let me go get some coffee really (laughs) they just want to go watch him with his shirt off Mm -hmm. right it's an hr nightmare but right uh, (laughs) but i guess uh back in those days things are a little bit different um anywho the plot of the movie is this which is kind of genius 
Andy, Kate Hudson's character, is tasked with writing an article about how to lose a guy in 10 days. And basically, she needs a mark. She needs somebody to be with to journal her experience of doing all the things that uh, her friend did to lose her relationship and then writing about the experience of this is how I met a guy, but he was into me, but this is how I messed it up so I can get out of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, Ben is pretty much on the opposite side. He is about to lose out to some twins on this huge client. And they basically told him, hey, how about this? If you could... If you can get any girl, why don't you go get this girl? If you get with her, then you can have the account, right? If you make her fall in love with you. If you make her fall in love with you, you can have the account because you're trying to tell me that you can can make any girl fall in love with you and we're trying to sell diamonds and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? So basically, there's two bets going on on the opposite sides of the spectrum and that's the plot of the movie. Ben is trying his hardest to make her fall in love and Andy is trying her hardest to get out of this relationship so that they both can get what they want. But they none of them know. They both don't know that there's a bet. They just meet each other and they think that, you know, they're in some sort of relationship. Right. And um, so if you're if I'm in a room, right, as like a if somebody pitched this to me in a room, I'm immediately excited about this. Really? Yes. Because here's what I like about old movies. Beyond the fact that it, it just felt old, right? Like it was grainy. Oh, are you talking about the movie? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about like trying to make somebody fall in love with you. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm talking about the movie. Somebody came to me to pitch me the movie, and this is why I like old movies. Mm-hmm. Well, that was when they can take chances on stories. So this is a story that's unlike other stories. Right. And so they're able to kind of test this out, this thing out and, and and go with it. Let's go get Kate Hudson. Let's go get Matthew McConaughey and have them play this. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then we'll go to the next movie. Right. Uh, and it just feels old. So I think, again, I'm a little bit biased, but I really think that the older movies have better stories and the newer movies have better like graphics and everything else to make us want to go a little bit more action and stuff like that. But the stories, oh, the stories were so much better. I feel like back then. So scale of one to, I mean, zero to a hundred. What are you rating this movie? Um, I give it like an 80. I like an 80. I think an 80 is a good rating. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. I like it a lot. I It's one of those like comfort movies for me. Yes, you can throw on any times, yeah. cold outside, get your little stool, little soup. You know, you can watch that. Or maybe you're just like, man, I'm sad and I want to just watch something that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. A little rom-com because I miss my, my love life or whatever. Throw this on. It is on Netflix right now, so you can watch it on Netflix. But if you have not seen it, it's a good watch. It has... High rewatchability, would you yeah, say? Yeah, no, for sure. You can watch it over and over and over again. Okay, you watch it one month, wait three months, watch it again, wait six months, watch it again. True. That brings up a question I have. Rom-coms today. If a rom-com came out, do you feel like it would do well in the box office? No. I don't think so either. But if you put it straight on a streaming platform, I feel like it doesn't have that same rewatchability. Nope. Because too many of them. So are rom-coms dead? Because you think about, like, growing up, we have so many good rom-coms. I have a theory. Okay. <laughs> like, when I, think my about my, when I think about, like, growing up and the movies that I watched, they were all rom-coms. Yeah, that's because they were huge at a certain time. And, of course, all entertainment goes through, like, ups and downs of what is what, right? Okay. But the other aspect is that I think relationships have changed. The dynamics of relationships, mm. the the... The topic of relationships, the who does what, the roles, all of that has changed. Mm. When we were growing up, what was relationships? 
Like, what did you see? Um, I don't know. I don't know how to answer this. What do you mean? What did I see? What did you see as a relationship like a, that you wanted? Chivalry. Okay. Chivalry <laughs> from... A man. What else? A boy. Um, I don't know. There's no wrong answer here, baby. No, I know, but I'm just... I, I don't know. Basically, what, what we saw in all movies is what we saw in this movie, right? There's a man who's chasing this girl. Yeah. They will go out on dates. It's real cutesy. They'll make jokes or whatever. There's kind of a back and forth. You want them to chase and then she's going to leave and they may get together in the end, right? Right. Like that was the crux of a relationship. Right. Man's probably very much so a high earner, probably has a nice house. That's probably a part of the conversations that the women are having. Oh my God, you went over his house? Oh, he has a huge house. He makes this much money. This is so nice. He cooked you dinner. You know, like all of these things. Right. Right. Which is like the quintessential heteronormative relationship that we grew up seeing right uh that a lot of our parents have and stuff like that now that we have um progressed in life and understand that there's not just a binary in relationships right things are different and so we're starting to see different things and then also there's different movements that have progressed forward right Mm -hmm. where women were in 2003 when this movie came out and where women are now you can attest very different places correct yeah for for um Andy in the movie I feel like it was fine for her and probably a big deal for her to be working on a magazine. Yeah. Nowadays, and this is not a bad thing, so let me preface it by saying that cuz the way I'm saying it is probably going to come off rude. Nowadays, women are in a position to try to own and create their own magazines, right? Yeah. They they're, they're going to be heading it. Yeah. Which is great. Like, I want them to be able to do that. But I also think that that changes the dynamics of relationships. For when sure. you have the society still telling us that men are supposed to be at the top. Yeah. No, that's true. So the rom-coms have to be different. And so yeah. I don't think the rom-coms are caught up is really what it is. Okay. And then who you, who's your market, right? For, for that. Are the men going to see the rom-coms? Mm, only if they're drugged by their... By their woman, right? Another, yeah. <laughs> right? So if you're now doing movies about women in powerful positions, and I'm talking very, very general mm-hmm. right now. If you're now doing movies for about women who are in these powerful positions because that's what they have assimilated to, as they should, who are still also trying to get the other aspects of their romantic life out, men ain't trying to watch that yeah. in general. But that's why I liked She-Hulk. Okay. Right? Because they showed her in her powerfulness and being an attorney. They showed her in her powerfulness and being the Hulk. They also showed the the true side of her just trying to find love and being her. Like she's mm. still a woman at the end of the day. Yeah. She still wants things that other women want and can have it all. She wants it all. Okay. That's why I think she's on, like, She-Hulk is somewhere that's on the right path. But look what happened with She-Hulk. People hated on it. Oh, my God. Like, literally, especially men. Yeah. We're like, what is this bull crap? So I just think that's where we are when it comes to romantic comedies. Is, that's is, fair. There's the Nightingale or, or, or Night in Shining Armor, Push Pool, yeah. Chase Me, I Want to Be Caught is like out of the window now. Yeah. Not to say that that's not what people still want, because I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that still want that. Yeah. No, I agree. I just, I think you're right about how... Women just don't need to be saved. 
No. Like they used to. They figured out that they don't to. They, yeah. they, they never had to be, right? Right. And now they just figured out that they don't, they, that they were, um, it's, it's almost like, it's like an enlightenment, I guess you could say. Um, granted, the society had put shackles on women and still has shackles on women. Right. The women finally figured out that the shackles that they had on, some of them they can take off themselves. Right? Like they were riding around, didn't know that they could break them themselves. And they have. They did all the work that they can to break the shackles off. Yeah. Granted, there's still some other shackles on, but they're much more free now mm-hmm. to do things. So it's just the entertainment. And then the other part of that is that the people who are going to have to support, this is the toughest part right here. The toughest part when it comes to um, anything. We can liken it to, um, for me, a member of the black community, it's the same way. The only people who are going, who have to, have to support women in order to women in order for women to continue to move forward is other women. Yeah. Same when it comes to black people, we can't move too far forward if we don't have everybody on the same accord. That's Even though true. we're not monolithic, nobody is. No one group is monolithic, but people have to come on one accord and support each other to move forward because it's just not going to happen. And I see so many times where like the same group of people would just hate on each other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, <laughs> how, how are we going to move forward? And that's got to be tough with being a woman. Do you have any thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts. I agree with you. Um, <clears throat> but I also feel like now it's weaponized. What do you mean? I feel like women supporting women is now weaponized. Oh, like, oh, y'all don't support yourselves, so how we can support you? Like, no, not even by men, by women. Like, somebody will casually put you down, and then when you stand up for yourself, it's like, oh, women not supporting women, or I can't believe you would talk about a woman like that. And it's like, oh, okay. Right. Not everybody can support everybody and be on one accord because not everybody's on one accord. Right. Facts. Facts. If that if that makes sense, like right. As a whole, not gonna see eye to eye. For sure. For I sure. think there's definitely progress made, and I feel like there's still progress to be made. But I, I just sometimes I feel like that is just something that people say because if if there's somebody out here acting a fool. I'm not supporting you. I don't care if you are a woman. For sure. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> but I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but like you just it's like, in the same it's in the same thing. Like how are we going to get on one accord? Right, right, right. Okay, so I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. It's some things in life in general, right? Which is why I kind of hate where we are even politically and everything else. Um some things are if I have a group of people and this is a large group. We all have different interests, but we don't. We we also have similar issues or mm-hmm. interests. There has to be a point where I have to put some of my things on the back burner for the greater good. Yeah. Right. It's like voting for politicians. There has never been one politician where I ha- that I've checked all the boxes that I wanted. That's true. Right. But there have been politicians where I thought to myself, and and with how does it fit within not only my agenda but the agenda of the people that I want to move forward with. And if it's greater for the the people, it's also great for me. So that means that something has to fall off my personal list so that we can push forward. That's what I mean by coming together. Not everybody's going to have, if you created a plan, let's say there was a plan to progress the um, a 10-step plan for women empowerment. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it that or whatever. 
you think it's only 10 steps? No. There's got to be, there's probably a thousand. Right. But if we're only going to focus on 10, what 10 can we focus on just for now? Let's get them 10 and let's take another 10. And let's take another 10. And let's take another 10. The problem is everybody wants their 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 stuff right now. Right. Right. Um, I mean, the other thing with that and why the, the rom-coms would be pretty tough would be like, I think another thing that's pushed into this is the rhetoric. Now, I don't believe this, but there's a lot of rhetoric around like, Nobody likes men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Women just brought a man. The amount of times I'll be on TikTok and I'll see um like I hate all men or men are trash or the the bar is in hell. <laughs> right? All of these things that are just bashing men, and that's fine. You want to bash men, whatever. Do your thing. That doesn't hurt my feeling. I know I'm a good dude. So I know I'm not, I don't subscribe to that. But I'll tell you what you I tell you what you do. You also distance the men who you were grouping together in that all, right? There's probably a lot of um, allies and feminists in the men group. But if you're out here talking about how you hate all men and all men are the same, you feel me? I'm shrugging my shoulders. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. So if we do a rom-com and now you're trying to, you're not even trying to take your men. You're trying to go with your girls. That's facts. Then you go with your girls and what y'all doing? If you hate all men, ain't going to be no men representation in there. Because why would you want to go see the movie? And that's why Girls Trip was such a good movie. Exactly. But <laughs> listen, Girls Trip is perfect, right? This is a perfect example. You get your girls together. That's what that's what people love doing. That's a great example of like a... That's why uh, Girls Trip was such an instant classic. A modern day... That's a modern day rom-com right there. You got your women together. You got your girls together. Are there going to be men in the movie? Yes. But y'all going to use the men for what you want them for, which you did, and keep on going. And the, and the girls banded together, right, to to get rid of the no good dude, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. I, maybe it's just different. Maybe it's not dead. It's just different. Girl's Trip is so good. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, Girl's Trip got rewatchability too. Such a good movie. It's a booty hole. It's a booty hole. <laughs> um, but anywho, yeah. We kind of spiraled. We did kind of spiral in there, but I, that's kind of when it comes to this movie and everything else. I mean, the end is very cheesy, right? The mm -hmm. end is the same old. They find out about each other's bets. Right. Right. Um, they have like a breakup, like a yeah. real breakup. And it's, instead of her writing the How to Lose a Guy in 10 Day, I think she writes an article like, um, I, I, I lost uh, the only guy I've ever fell for or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then... <laughs> You know, she's leaving. She's going to D.C. I, man, why do I remember this so good? She's going to D.C. to work for another... Maybe she worked for the government or something. She wants to do more serious journalism. Mm -hmm. So she's moving to D.C. And he, you know, he literally stops her in a taxi cab or whatever. Right. And it's like, why are you leaving? And they revealed their their feelings for each other and they kiss. So I guess he won the bet. <laughs> I guess he did. I guess he won the bet, huh? Like... How would you feel though about that? Like if, if you figured out that like you was a bet, but 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 caveat. So was he? You was you was exactly Using him. Yeah. How you feel? It, was it okay for them both to be upset? No, I think it was okay for both of them to be upset because feelings did get involved. They went in with thinking feelings wouldn't be involved, right? But. Like, you can be upset about it, but you also have to realize, like, okay, I was doing the same dirt. Right. You know? Right. So. I'm, I'm glad you said that so much. Let me tell you why. 
why do we why do we why can we watch a movie and say that just make that statement right there right like feelings got involved and so it's okay for them both to be upset and not give people in our lives the same grace when when y'all started out doing one thing and y'all agreed to do one thing right yeah. like this is what it was and then it's it's two months later and something different and somebody wants more and it's like well we said we we're gonna do this but y'all both have feelings the feelings got involved that's true where's the compassion then where's the empathy then that's true. Like, it's wild how we can, like, separate it if it's not happening to us. Facts. The other thing is... I mean... Go ahead. And that's with everything, right? Because there's a lot of things that in my life have happened where previously I was like, would never be me. And, and then you're in that you. situation and you're like, oh, dang. Right. And you're like, dang, how could this happen? But it's like, it's different when you're in it. Yeah. It's hard to see out. That's what I always say. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is that when you're in the forest, it's hard to see out of the forest. Mm-hmm. When you're on top of the forest and outside of the forest, it's easy to see in. Right. Um, but I just thought about that. And then my homegirl, Laura, at work, Laura Searle, a shout out to Laura. She came to my office today and we were just chopping it up. Um, and um, she asked the question, how do you feel about um, if he wanted to, he would? So I'm going to ask you that. Mm. How do you feel about that? Because I see that on TikTok a lot. No, that's If he everywhere. wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. Um, I mean, I think it's a true statement. But I think that your expectations have to be within reason of who... Like, you can't expect something from someone who isn't going to be able to do that no matter what. You know, like, for instance, if somebody posted a picture of them with a designer bag and said if he wanted to, he would. And I'm like, dang, you're right. My man's trash. He didn't buy me no designer bag. He didn't buy me no Y'all, she called YSL. Me, she called me broke out here. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> I'm a broke boy. God, y'all so broke, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I putting you on vlog? It's okay. I already know. I'm broke. broke. I can't together. do it. I can't do it. We're I'm broke sorry. together. But here's the thing. If he wanted to, he would. Wrong. He can't. Because you want to. Yeah. You want to give me everything I want. Mm-hmm. But it is not in your, like, you, you're living within your means. Right? You're not going to go broke just to appease me. Mm-hmm. So, physical things. Yeah, but also, but also emotional things because I feel I'm like glad sometimes, you here. Go ahead. yeah, yeah, because sometimes I think people expect things from people mm-hmm. that they just can't give. Yes, like you, I expect X, Y, Z out of you. That's not how your brain works. That's not how you operate. That may never be how you operate. It right. could happen one day if you go to therapy and get, you know you know, work on it and work on yourself and try to rewire your brain. Mm-hmm. But if I want your first reaction to be, say say I want something out of you and I'm like, well, this should be your first reaction. If that's never been your, your thing, if you've never worried about someone else, if you've never cared for someone else, if you've never answered to anyone else, that's not going to be your immediate reaction. That's something that you're going to have to work on. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, if he wanted to, he would comes with the, the effort, like the, the, like, what are you, sorry, I'm struggling with my words. Like, are you working towards 
coming up with a better solution because those things can be can be uh, fixed, right? right? Like if if I want you to think about me first before making a decision, okay, well you can work on that. But if it's something that is just not who you are as a person, when we first got together, you would always say that's not the the fiber or the fabric of my. What would you say? That's not. I don't know, but it sounds hard. Go ahead. Keep you, going. <laughs> no, you used to say like that's, that's not, not the fabric of who I am. Is that like? Yeah, like that's not the fabric of who I am. And so I Damn, knew that. I was that, spitting back in the day, huh? Oh my gosh, you were, you were putting me in in line because I had unrealistic expectations, and you were like, "That's not me." Like that's not who I am. So I had to say, "Okay, now I gotta adjust my expectations from you," because you have to know who you're with, right? Facts. You have to know who you're with, and you have to know what your partner is capable of stop asking them for stuff that they can't give and if they can't give it and you need that that's not your person thank you that's okay thank you for that um so eloquently put together was it i feel like i stuttered a lot but that's okay it doesn't mean the thought wasn't put together i feel like it kind of went off um no i feel that statement it can be very detrimental to those who are looking for love yeah. Very detrimental because, and by no means am I in this young marriage of mine, do I feel as if I am an expert? No. Right? No. I can give you perspective though. I don't care what nobody says. So you won't be married for a couple of years. So what? I've been in love with somebody longer than that. And I've been with them longer than the marriage. But I can tell you that because if you've been in a relationship, then you have the perspective to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, But my perspective is, when we, especially when it comes to how the United States, or I guess the Western world in general, the beauty standard is wild. Um, the expectations for women to be in relationships is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to also be like a ultimate, you know, baddie is at an all-time high. And you can just imagine. I say you can just imagine. I know you imagine. You tell me about this. Scrolling through social media and seeing edited perfection Mm -hmm. and then immediately taking that edited perfection and and putting it on yourself like sizing yourself up to that Mm -hmm. as if that is real Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm like it's not real that if he wanted to he would is not actually real right because it's tailored to those who have the means to do what the person is asking for emotionally physically or fiscally or whatever it may be it's tailored to that. There's also, and then I've never seen the the conversation the opposite way. Have you ever? If she wanted to, she would. Yes. No, but I will say that I also agree with it to an extent. Right. Right. Because right. there's things that you do for me that you've never done for any other woman in your life. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. You're willing to put up with more for, from me than right. anybody else in your life. That's why we got married. Right. Right. That's how we knew we were each other's person. Right. Because I was like, all right, I'm willing to tolerate this. So like. But that's I, what I mean by it's tailored to that same, that person. Right. I, if I, if he wanted to, he would. Means it to me sums down to what you already said, which is if this person is not doing it, they're not for you. Yeah. Because the one for you would be doing it. And you won't have to say if he wanted to, he would, because you're, what you're going to recognize is that, you're going to find joy in pleasing your partner. Yeah. 
and your partner is going to find joy in pleasing you. Mm -hmm. And so both of you are just going to continue to reciprocate this love and not sometimes. And when I say equally, it doesn't mean that it's one for one, right? Yeah. It may be a month or two where you're like down bad and I'm just reciprocating that. And then you like almost all over reciprocate whenever it's my turn to receive that or whatever you're ready to do it. Because also I think it's dismissive when you talk about if he wanted to, it's dismissive of males, um, emotional state there's also a lot riding on us to to in a relationship yeah if i can't provide that how do you think that makes me feel that that's what you're listening to and i can't provide it but i want to and there's limitations but you believe because uh, twitter and tiktok is telling you that if i wanted to i would though there are limitations whether they be physical fiscally or emotionally i have limitations but it doesn't stop the fact that i want to do it And I probably even tried on a smaller scale. But what if me trying on a smaller scale doesn't work out in my favor and isn't enough? Yeah. It's tough. Like that is, that is tough. I think about in the movie where he made the lamb for dinner. Mm -hmm. You know, he probably want to make dinner every night, but if he's like a marketing person, I'm sure he's doing a lot of running around. Yeah. Is that something that he will do all the time or sending her roses and flowers and stuff like he did? Them going to all these games. When we were single, not single, but when we were like not married and, and before we was moving around, we was, we was doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We was blowing through money. That first year when you were still trying year, to win me over. How to get a girl in 10 months. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you my game. And then you secured the bag and you were like, all right. Secured the bag. No, my circumstances changed. That's true. That's all it was. And then all of that, it's kind of, you know what it's like to me? It's like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. We go on the show. We doing all these dates. We flying to Japan. You know what I'm saying? We going to pull up to Italy. I'm going to go, you know, um, (laughs) is it French? Language of love? Mm Mm-hmm. We're gonna pull up to France and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna let do fromage, you know what I'm saying, all in your ear, get a little cheese, omelet, all of that stuff. The show is over, the curtains are closed. I'm back to my life where I can't do none of that. Yeah. Now I wanna do all of that. I can't do none of that. Yeah. My circumstances have changed. Does it change my love? Because you're not getting those things? No. That's we just true. had an opportunity that we didn't have now. That's true. Facts. Facts, 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 facts. Anyway, this movie just made me think about relationships. So I was like, man, we got to talk about just what we felt about it, not necessarily any rules or nothing like that. And again, we ain't no experts. I'm just a dude that love my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love people too. I just, I really do uh, love people in a way that most people don't understand. Yeah. Um, and that's okay too. But if you need some, uh, let me put on my, my voice real quick. Come on. <clears throat> You ever need some advice? You can always come to the love doctor. Smooth jazz. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love talking relationships with people. I love helping them out, giving them some perspective, especially ones who are a little bit like can't see through the the stuff. Like I yeah. really enjoy it. And most times people aren't ready to hear about their relationships from people who are like kind of outside of it. No, that's big facts. Yeah, because... Nine times out of 10, as I always say, you are the villain in somebody's story. And if there's a breakdown in a relationship, nine times out of 10, or most likely, 
you also have something to do in that. Mm-hmm. But people do not like taking responsibility or accountability for what happened in the breakdown of their relationships. It was not just the other person. I hear that so many times. You're talking to somebody and all they're doing is just bashing the other person. And I really want to be like, what did you do? What role did you play? Yes. You want to be like that. You are like that. I know. I am To like me. That. But yeah, because you're my best friend and I have That's to live true. with you and I'm with you and I want you to be better. That's true. So I'm always going to be, oh, what did you do? Because what? if you can get to that. Okay, dad. <laughs> if you can get to that point in life where you start asking yourself that, not to, not to find blame so that you can be whatever, but to figure out, to, to kind of fix your mistakes. Yeah. It's such a good place to be in. I love being older. And being able to be like, I messed up. Mm-hmm. And does it like hurt to look back on friendships that I've ruined? Of course it does. I also feel very proud of myself for being able to say, they have a right to be mad at me because I did that. Like, yeah. I really messed up there. Yeah. And I would never do that again. True. Experience is a great thing. Oh my God. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's very tough. It can be traumatic. It will leave scars. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy, like, getting older and just seeing things differently. And like you said, even though we've only been married coming up on three years, we've been together five years, I feel like that five years was so transformative. Mm -hmm. I mean, because what? We were... I was 27. You were 27? Okay, so I was 22? Yeah. Damn. I thought I was older than that. No. I was young. 22 is so young. So I was 22 when we met. I'm 27 now. Those years, because I was dumb as hell when we met. Yikes. Now that I'm thinking about it, yikes. Yo, 22? That's I'm robbing so the young. That's so young. It's very young. And now that I'm 27, like, there was so much growing and growing pains and like, so much we had to learn about communication and we were long distance and um, just navigating like even being at different points in our lives, right? Yeah. A lot of your friends were in relationships. Some yeah. of your friends had kids. Yep. A lot of your friends weren't in college anymore. Mm-hmm. My friends were still in college. My friends were working on their master's degrees. Mm-hmm. We were going out every weekend. Like we were wild. Yeah. We were like, you know, and so I feel like we... I've just learned so much from being with you and about myself, about relationships, about us. And it really, like, I I feel like, I feel like why I have so much to say about relationships and it doesn't make me an expert at all, but, and this is going to sound probably bad, but I feel like we have something so rare and we understand each other on a level that a lot of married couples do not understand each other on. And I want that for everyone because I feel like when you truly understand each other and you can talk through things, you can work through things, your life is going to be so, so much, much easier. easier. Yeah. Like it's going to be so much easier. And Obviously, you and I are still working on things. We're still growing. Yeah, we're we're going to continue to grow. Yes, we other still have growing pains because yeah. 27 and still young. <laughs> Very young. You know, so. I'm, I'm 32 and I 
it's young. 32 is young. Yeah. So I just know that like there's so much for us to still learn, but I feel like we've got a good solid foundation and I just want to share that with people because I feel like once you've seen how great something can be, you don't want anyone to accept less than that. Facts. Facts. I literally was talking to somebody somewhat about that today, but sometimes you got to go through the BS to get to the great. No. Hundred yeah, percent. How much BS did we go through? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even before, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm talking about yeah, before yeah. each other. Yeah, you know, no. some of the most of the BS for me was on my part. Some of it wasn't, but either way, you get to a point where you're able to take accountability accountability for yourself, and then you can open that up for you. You have grown immensely in five years. I'm very proud of you for that. Thank you. Um, I'm also proud that you don't put that on me you know what i'm saying like that's a part of your journey i'm just here for it Mm -hmm. um but i'm glad to see that i like to see every day the conversations we have now we could not have had five years ago (laughs) without them being we could have had them but they would have been how they were yeah which was at times explosive um and but very vulnerable and protective yeah right but very emotionally charged and that's a good way of putting crazy, emotionally charged. No, it wasn't. It wasn't crazy. I don't think. You know, no, like I think me personally, I feel like I was. I was just a very emotionally charged person. Right, but I also think that you're still an emotionally charged person. Don't get it twisted. Hundred okay? <laughs> percent. But, but I think that also there was some trauma in there that you needed to be able to emotionally work through as well. Yeah. That your immediate response is what blasted your your fight or flight you know and so it really gave you anxiety and that's not that's not my fault and it's not your fault right mm-hmm. like but you have to work through that and yeah. that's we both have to do that I, yeah. I feel like we got in a discussion not too long ago about my response and stuff and um so it's, it's we're gonna continue that's relationships right mm-hmm. it's continuing to learn your partner so that you can safely love them protect them and grow with them and hopefully if you want to have children, have children. If not, just leave a legacy of whatever you want in the world, whether that be connecting with other people or whoever you're responsible for. Yeah. Those things. So this uh, this movie made me feel that. I know. Again, I'm so. like, mm, this became a podcast about us. Sorry. No, no, it's good. It's That's the point of this podcast, right? So if you've been listening this whole time, that's the point. We watch movies and we take away how we felt, what it made us feel, what conversations kind of come out of that. That's what makes us different than other podcasts. We're not just solely talking about the TV show or the movie. So if you felt like this entire time you were sitting on the couch talking to us too, that's what you're here for. And we would love for you to come back next week and the week after that. We would love for you to write in. You can email us at contact at pressnextpodcast.com. You know, tell us your story about relationships or your thoughts and stuff like that. If we have any of those, we will read them. Um, I don't have any questions for you today, so we don't have to play a game Okay. today. Is that good with you? That's good with me. Good. I'm looking forward to the finale of Bachelor in Paradise this yeah. week. Uh, episode one and two are coming out, so we'll be done with that. What was our buddy name that kept finally. trying to leave? Hmm? What was our buddy name that left? And she kept calling his name? Andrew. 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 Andrew, please. Andrew, please. Please. Andrew. Please, Andrew, please. Stand up. Nah, that was tough. That was tough for both of them because I feel Andrew too. Andrew got to get up out of there. And he was, I mean, I I haven't been, I was only there for that episode. 
So I don't know. But, but babe, I was glad for him for at least telling the truth. No, no, no. Totally. I need you to know she was there for like a day. I know. That's what that's what they, you told me. She was there for like a week, maybe? And I don't two even days? know. Like two days, maybe um, one day. You acting like that over one day? Hey, when she looking for love, when you out here looking for love, we out please, here looking for love. Please, Andrew, please. Andrew, please. Anyways, it's almost over and it will no longer consume my life for four hours a week anymore. But Yellowstone will. <laughs> That's more enjoyable. Maybe. I don't know. But bad things keep happening. So, <laughs> um, okay. Well, if you are watching anything, um, we do want to say, if you're in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. We hope you have a safe and wonderful holiday mm-hmm. and get all fat and happy. <laughs> um, Travel safely, please. Yes. And if you are spending some time watching TV, always press next. Press next. See y'all next week. Bye.